The following podcast is completely fictional. All of the characters, even those based on real people, are fictional. They are just impressions by a weird dude talking to himself for your enjoyment. Hola, bramigos. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, ATD Above the Dave, here with another episode of The Lot Scene. Today, I want to quickly talk a little bit about the crazy journey that I have experienced, and it's probably very similar to yours if you've been around a minute, uh, with marijuana and just the crazy shift in our lifetime of what has happened with that plant and that drug. And we're going to bring on Spun Rob, who's going to share some light on his experience with weed as well. Following that, we're going to speak to Charlie who's an aspiring jam band musician. He's a member of a small local jam band. And we want to talk with him and and see what's going on with that next generation of jam band superstars. And finally, and finally is the word, because we get to finally talk to Mike Gordon of Fish. And super excited to finally talk with this guy, a true hero of mine. So rip some deems and blast off into space. It's another episode of The Lot Scene. absolute obsession with marijuana most of my life I can remember when I jumped into weed it was like when I jumped into skateboarding or Nintendo it was that same enthusiasm I was 15 smoked my first time smoking was a four-foot bong out in the woods and uh and it didn't really get me too high but I was already kind of on that tip I was already starting to listen to the Almond Brothers and and uh and get into that music I was just gonna go down that path there was nothing that was gonna stop me and I would just kind of fantasize about weed and if I ever when I would pick up weed I would just stare at it for hours and I would take seeds and then run them into my backyard in Connecticut and try to plant them in the in the woods and just pray and hope that maybe it'll grow into weed I can smoke it never did. And reading High Times magazines, going online, looking at that weed photography that still to this day, honestly, like gets me every time. Like if I see beautiful pictures of close up weed plants, I'm just, uh, I just fucking bust a little nut, just like a little weed nut. It's different than busting, you know, a jizz, a jizz nut. It's, it's, it's a weed nut is different. It's just to see something and just want it so bad to, and, and to just put it in your pipe and smoke it. I don't know. It's weird. I don't feel that way about any other drugs where, like, just looking at it in a picture or something is, is just gets me going. Um, 
I don't know if that's too much information. I remembered this. I, the guy, I and this is kind of crazy to kind of give you an example of what I'm trying to talk about. Because we could talk all day about what weed used to be. But really, that was, I'm referring to like the mid-90s into late 90s. That was my high school experience. So we would have to get weed in a variety of ways. Once we kind of got into the know with some people, uh, you know, they would go to another town and, and buy a bunch of it. And we paid a lot for it. And and it was pretty good. And then once we started going to fish shows, I mean, we went there with a mission. Like, we had to load up. We had to get weed. We had to get mushrooms. We'd get, like, opium. Like, we'd get, I don't know, just weird shit to try. And, and so fish shows did become a nice way to kind of stock up. But in Connecticut, it's really fucking boring. There's nothing to do. Even, like, alcohol. I think they stopped selling alcohol at stores at, like, 8 p.m., uh, and not at all on Sundays or something. So it's like pretty dark at night and nothing to do. So getting some weed was was of the utmost importance in high school. And my first guy, my first connect, my first plug was a kid who was the same age as me. And he was like a little weed dealer. And he had just terrible weed, of course, because we're 15. And we didn't even have cars so I had to get a bus pass to ride the bus with him on his route to his house and then basically tell my mom that I'm hanging out with this kid and then we'd go to his house and then we'd go to his room and he'd like give me an eighth and had tons of seeds in it and stuff. And it was like this, you know, but it was like all we could get. And it was that was huge. Like we get weed. I mean, that was just so phenomenal, just so mind blowing for us. And so this kid, you know, we, but then we'd have to hang out for a little bit because his mom was home and it would have looked super suspicious if uh, I just ran up to his room and then out the door. Also, where am I going? Uh, I think I like even would walk like home or something. I'm not even sure how I got home. Um, but yeah, that's how, that's like what I'd have to do to get weed. And then, and that same kid went on to get bigger and bigger with that with with marijuana. He actually, I think, got so big that he got busted in a different state uh, for a major, major, major bust. May have done time. Uh, got out. And then by that point, the laws have changed so much that that the state he's in now, it's legal. And now he, he never deviated. The same kid who sold me my first sack of weed off the bus at 15 is now in his 40s making legal batter and shatter and, and splatter and whatever that shit is like he's making all that it has a weed delivery service all legit business doing well employees getting write-ups and magazines and awards for how good his weed is like what the fuck kid like was selling weed off the bus like he i love that i love that my weed dealer never shifted but the laws shifted for him at first they were very much against him and then to the point where he really was like risking everything, his future. But then things just started shifting. And now this guy's killing it with uh, with his own business. I'm going to hit him up soon because I, I was thinking two things. I was thinking, one, personally, I'd love to just buy some of his weed now, uh, 30, 30 years later, to be like, yo, dude, can I get a sack? Like, from the same kid and then two i was thinking how awesome would it be if i could get 
my first weed dealers now legit weed business to be a sponsor for the lot scene that would be so <laughs> that'd be even cooler so that's what i'm gonna try and cook up one of those two things i'll get back to you uh or you'll just hear an ad and be like oh that's that's uh, above the dave's uh high school weed dealer but yeah i mean obviously we've all seen the shift happen in our lives and seeing the same things that people were being punished for and all the things we had to do to hide our use are now just out in the open. I mean, I'm in Los Angeles, so it's all out there and in the open and and there's you can just smoke anywhere and uh, there's you can't smoke cigarettes anywhere, but you can smoke weed pretty freely. And and that'll probably actually end up rolling back at some point. I think at some point this this hysteria will will calm itself down. But we're peaking right now in terms of hysteria. I maybe you know it's uh, man, it's crazy that you don't have to hide weed like you did. Like fucker, what the what a different time it is now to to be a pothead. Is it even cool to be a pothead now? It's just like yeah, everybody can smoke weed. That does that take some of the fun out of it for the kids today? I don't know. Probably not. I mean, smoking weed and freestyle rapping. I think that's probably just as fun to do whether it's legal or illegal. You know, we smoke a little weed and just hit the cipher, dog, and just fucking drop the beats and just you know, just lay down just some terrible rap. That's what we did. I would hope kids are still out there smoking weed and rapping. Dude, I, I probably sound, I probably sound like an old motherfucker right now. Probably sound like a fucking dad. I mean, but I wonder, like, are, when kids today, like, they go to college, are they still busting out gravity bongs? Like, are we still being creative about ways to smoke weed and trying to find new ways to, like, like new things to smoke weed out of? I mean, we smoke weed out of everything. My In high school, my pipe was a brute. Remember brute cologne? That green bottle? I made that into a sick fucking pipe. Shot, hit me up like if tell me what your your makeshift pipe was when you were in high school just just hit me up on the gram let's see just you could send it to me in a dm just at the lot scene podcast and, uh, and i'll post them and we'll just what did, what, did, what did you make your pipe out of my brute bottle one we called it oak elijah which was the we named it after a basketball player from back then it was just a dope name and uh yeah that thing was great my mom eventually busted us with it and we loved it so much that the next day we i like went to my mom's room found the pipe and we had like a proper burial in the backyard and then told my mom like that we buried it and like what are kids still naming pipes like that was everything you got a pipe you know we we got to figure out what its name is you know some people took it so seriously it was pathetic you know but we all but we all had names for our pipes and i'm assuming that was not weird are kids doing that still like when they get a pipe that they have to give it a name one my one buddy he named his pipe endoplasmic reticulum that one was a fucking deep cut that was sick and a and a mouthful really when you because it was a sick pipe and we were like dude can you pass the endoplasmic reticulum (laughs) fuck (laughs) but i wonder yeah kids kids still getting creative with their shit or is everything so like manufactured and 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 regulated now where you you know and it's it take does it take the fun out of it i guess that's my question i don't know uh, that just some old dude talking, I guess here. But if the if loss of creativity is the only negative we can take from from this whole shift of society and its acceptance of marijuana, 
I think that's that's okay. I think everybody would be like, yes, that's okay because now it's fucking legal, and a lot less people are going to jail, and uh, and hopefully a lot of people uh, will be freed from jail. And then the future is kind of funny because like right now we're in this hysteria. I do think it's going to calm down, and society may even shift because of things, reports and whatnot that may come out in the future to into more anti-marijuana feelings. So. You know, and uh, the new generation of kids are going to grow up and be like and think weed is lame and be like, you guys are all super lame and, and stop saying vibes, grandpa. No one. The vibes. That's a that's you know, that's about that's like our parents groovy like vibes. Oof. You know, you know, that one's going to come back and bite us in the ass. That's some kid that's being born right now. He's going to grow up and be some you know, 25-year-old just laughing at us as we're like, vibes are pretty good here. They're like, shut the fuck up with vibes. All right, well, enough of me. Let's bring on someone who's a expert on all things drug-related. Uh, he might as well be a doctor. Ladies and gentlemen, my very good friend, Spun Rob. Spun, what's up, my dog? What's up, dude? Chilling, man, chilling. You been doing dumb tour lately? What's going on? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Just fucking hitting up every show, dude. Fucking slinging moon rocks. Yeah. A little bit of L. Yeah. Some weed. That's what we're going to be talking about. Some dames. Oh, shit. And some limited edition White Claws you can't even find in stores, dude. Whoa, you're slinging White Claws in a lot? For sure, dude. I mean, they are coming out with flavors all the time. I mean, what, how, what kind of special flavors do you have that no one else has? You ever have a fucking lava cake, White Claw, dude? Whoa, no. I can't tell if I'd want that, though. Dude, you gotta try it, dude. It's fucking fire, dude. You ever have a flaming hot Cheeto, White Claw, dude? No, I have not. Definitely don't want that one. Oh, dude, you definitely did, man. I don't, I don't know. Check it, though, dude. I think I know what you'd like. Oh, yeah? I got a fucking special one for you, dude. Okay. I'm fucking slanging gefilte fish, White Claws, dude. Wow, I don't think there's ever been more of a swing and a miss in my life. No, I mean, I, I love gefilte fish. I'm sure you do, man. What, is, what does that mean? Nothing, dude. I'm just saying. I just knew you like, were Jewish and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and I love gefilte fish, but, you know, I don't think I'd want to drink it. Have you tried it? Oh, fuck no, dude. Yeah, I don't go near that shit, you know. But my homie tried it. After he ripped like a bunch of deems and he thought it was a mango white claw and it, he ended up taking the gefilte by accident. He said it basically tasted like liquid cat food. Yeah, that would check out. Yeah, that sounds like actually it's probably probably pretty true to the original. Um, that's cool, man. So so dumb tour's been sick. Dumb tour's been fired, dude. Straight breaking flames, dude. Like out of control, dude. Bands fucking firing on all cylinders, dude. You mean the biscuits? Yeah, dude, I'm definitely not talking about Umphreys, dude. That's for sure. Oh, you're you're not into Umphreys that much? It's not my thing, dude. I'm just, I'm B4L, dude. Everybody knows that, dude. I'm fucking B4L. I don't want anybody fucking playing before or after fucking my boys. I don't fucking need anybody fucking jumping on stage, fucking guest spotting my boys. Unless it's T-Ham, of course, dude. Yeah, dude. Hamilton's always fire. You know, used to be into the modest Yahoo thing. You know, he jumped in a couple times. I was like, all right, it wasn't bad, you know? Yeah, yeah. I need that Jamtronica, dude. I need that transfusion, dude. Sorry if you freaking don't, dude. That's just what I fucking need. I feel you, Spun. I feel you on that, man. So uh, I'm glad you're having a good time on tour. Thank you for coming by the studio once again. Always a pleasure. 
dude, the pleasure's all mine, dude. I brought you on the podcast, Spun, because we're talking about weed. And sure, dude. Love it, dude. Yeah, right? It's it's the best. It really is, dude. It's the fucking, it's the best, dude. Yeah, and I just wanted, you know, I know you got a lot of experience doing a lot of shit, and I just thought you'd be the right guy to to bring on the podcast as, you know, maybe say a few words. I know basically I'm just talking about, you know, the change that we've experienced from kids to adults, you know what I mean? And and just how different it is now, you know, buying weed than than it was back then, you know, and just how crazy that is, right? So, yeah, dude. Oh my god, dude. Like pfft. The fact that I don't even have to fucking suck dick for weed anymore, dude. That's like right there. That's like so huge, dude. What? Yeah, dude. You know, exactly. Yeah. Like I don't suck dick for weed anymore, dude. And that's like, like I'm saying, dude, right? Like, cause you obviously you remember back in the day, dude, it's like you were fucking fiending for a sack, dude. You know what I mean? And like definitely had no money, you know, you're fucking, it's like you're on fish tour, you know, and it's like, yeah, there's a couple homies where you know, like, you know, you could suck them off and they'll fucking, you know, they'll toss you a few nugs, you know, and then it's like, yeah, then everybody kind of knows, like, they started calling me like spit rob, you know, because I used to, because I used to be a spitter, I wasn't really into, into swallowing as much, god damn, you are a wook. So it's like, yeah, dude, it's like a lot of times, like, I'd get weed, right? Like, I'd get, like, quantity, you know what I mean? Like, I'd get weight, and, like, i just fucking end up smoking most of it, dude. i never profit, you know? i just always, like, slang shit. Dude, I did the same shit. I tried it a couple times in college, and I just smoked all of it, and just, I was terrible at dealing drugs. I mean, you know, I'm better now. I live by commandment number five, dude. Don't get high on your own supply, dude. Now, you know, these days I do. Uh-huh. I mean, most of the, most of the time I do, dude. For sure. Uh-huh. I'd say 50% of the time, I'm definitely not smoking some of my stash, dude, for sure. But anyway, yeah, so, so yeah, dude, I mean, back in the day, yeah, things have changed, man. Like, yeah, I'm not giving handies. I'm not sucking dick for fucking weed, you know? I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, I need to smoke before I go to sleep. Oh, you're one of those guys? Yeah, dude, if I don't fucking smoke before I go to bed, dude, like, I'll just toss and turn, dude. So, like, I honestly, man, I would just... I do whatever, man. Like, I usually could just, like, get weed, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, and buy some. But a lot of times I'm just, you know, times were tough back then. I was just a young little spunion running around just fucking being a little dumbass noob. Not knowing how to traverse the lot, dude. And, like, you know, sometimes people would be like, yeah, I can get you weed. And I'm like, yeah. And then they'd, like, drop their pants. And I was like, damn, dude. Yeah, well, Spun, I mean, is it possible that maybe a lot of people weren't sucking dick for, for weed back then? But, you know, word got around lot. That, like, this this young little noob would get on his knees and, and suck dick if you would give him some weed? Is that maybe possible? I mean, yeah, I guess, dude. I mean, I guess word could have traveled, like, you know? Because sometimes, like, yeah, I guess now you bring it up, like, sometimes I'd be like, yo, can I get a sack? And they would, you know, start taking their pants off. And I was like, dude, I got money, dude. Here's, like, I got 40 bucks right here. And they're like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 40? That's cool. You can give me 20 and, and, and give me a little handy. You know, sometimes I'd be like, yeah, you know, if I need the other 20, you know, to get some food or something. But, like, most of the time I was like, dude, fuck that, dude. Just give me the fucking 40, 40 dude. Give me the sack, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, now that you say something, I mean, I guess I guess maybe we're got out on that one. Yeah, because I, I honestly, I went to a lot of fish shows back then and, you know, festivals. I was at Lemon Wheel and It and, you know, I, I didn't hear anyone ever, ever sucking dick for weed. I'm sure people were sucking dick for other things. Oh, yeah, dude, I suck dick all the time for other stuff. Still? Uh, mostly not anymore, but, 
you know, mostly not. But, like, it depends. Like, I mean, do you have, like, straight uncut? Because, all right, well, that's, like, a whole... I don't think we need to get into that right now. We're just kind of talking about weed today. Yeah, but, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, these days, dude, in fact, I can just go to a dispensary, fucking get some weed. You know, a lot of states, it's, like, at very least medical. You know what I mean? So your boy Spun's fucking puffed and tough, you know? So, you know, I'm getting it, you know, legit now, dude. So, you know, none of that fucking shit, you know? It sounds like the laws have really worked into your favor there, Spun. It's like, it's so nice that I can just get weed whatever I want. I mean, I just, I puff tough, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I'm smoking probably like a quarter a day, dude. So, damn. Okay. And and back then, like, what, your first time getting weed, who who was like your first dealer? Um, My dad, actually, dude. Your dad was your first dealer? I mean, like, kind of. Like, he smoked weed and, like, he'd give me a couple puffs and just kind of got me hooked. Oh, shit. Was this, like, high school or whatever? No, nah, dude, I was, um, that was, like, day, like, probably, like, six. Day six? Yeah, dude, I was, like, six days old. Yeah, dude, he fucking blew some weed in my face, and I was, like, sick. Yeah, dude. Oh, that doesn't, that doesn't sound healthy. No, nah, dude, it was fucking really good weed, too, man. My, my dad used actually grew some weed, so, yeah. I mean, he had to do it super on the low, you know. He actually got busted and did a bunch of time, you know. He was locked up? Yeah, dude. Locked up, like, my whole fucking childhood. Oh, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Did did he get out when we became more legal? I mean, yeah, technically his sentence has been over for, for a few decades, but he actually decided to stay in prison. Decided to stay in prison? Yeah, dude. I mean, he got locked up right before Jerry died, and basically after his sentence ended, which was 2005, I think, he just said, you know what, I don't want to live in a world without Jerry Garcia and just said he's going to stay in prison. So, yeah, that's, he's just kicking it in prison, just like just some true woke shit, dude. I mean, he's like a real fucking he's like Grateful Dead fam. You know what I mean? Like he's family, dude. So, yeah, he's he just doesn't even want to know what it's like out here. It sounds like the wook doesn't fall far from the tree. I get it, though, dude. Jerry was fucking life, man. That was everything for him, so. But, you know, I try to get him onto the biscuits. He's just not feeling it. I'm like, Barbara is the new Jerry, dude. And then he's just like, you're not my son, and just hangs up. And, you know, I put my hand on the glass to give him, like, a high five, and he just fucking walked away. And I was like, whatever, dude. Fucking beef for Al, dude. He doesn't get it, dude. He's old, but... Anyway, I gotta go. I gotta hit up lot. Oh, yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure you do. Gotta slang those claws, right? We just got a fresh new shipment of uh, Crest Whitening White Claws. Gonna go slang those real fast. Well, I wish you luck with that, Spun. And thank you so much for coming by the studio, man. Come back again soon, dude. Oh, dude, definitely will, dude. Be for all, everybody. All right, give it up for Spit Rob. I'm sorry, Spun Rob. <laughs> Moving on, our next guest is an aspiring jam band musician. He's got a new jam band, and he's getting a little bit of local heat, and he's hoping that they make it big. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Charlie. Charlie, where are you coming from? Well, I'm coming from uh, backstage. No, I mean, like, um, where, where do you live? Oh, uh, I live uh, in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's a cool, cute little town. And you got a jam band there? 
yeah, that's cool, man. And so you guys are getting some some heat. You're playing some some local gigs. Uh, you know, tell me tell me kind of what what's going on with you guys right now. Yeah, we got some gigs coming up. We usually do a residency over at Millie's Bar, and uh, we also have a little tour that we got planned where we're going to be going uh, over to Providence, Rhode Island, and also over into uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, um, Springfield, Massachusetts, and uh, in Bangor, Maine. Oh, that's a nice little, that's a cute little tour. Oh, in Burlington, Vermont. Hey, you gotta do Burlington, Vermont, right? If you're a budding jam band, you gotta make sure you hit up the spots, right? Uh, where, where are you playing? You're playing uh, Nectars? Oh, no. Uh, metronome? <laughs> no. Oh, you're, you're not playing UVM, that, that in, inside, right? Oh, no, 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 no. No, we're playing a farm uh, just right outside of Burlington. Oh, okay. So what instrument do you play, Charlie? I play guitar. Yeah? And you've been playing uh, guitar how long? Uh, I picked pick up the guitar sometime in uh, middle school. And, uh, you know, I had a couple had a couple bands in high school. and, uh, and uh, But you yeah, formed, formed with these guys in our final year of college. And, uh, and yeah, things were starting to kind of come together. Oh, that's cool, man. And uh, so you play guitar. And uh, how many guys are in the band? There's five, five, five guys in the band. And, and, and Charlie, who would you say are your jam band influences? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say um, Fish. Yeah, yeah. Leftover Salmon. Cool. Lake Trout. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember them. Yeah. Uh, Deep in Down Blackout. Oh, shit. I love some funky stuff. The Breakfast. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember them, kind of. Granola Funk Railroad. They used to come to my college. Oh, that's, that's cool. Disco Biscuits. Hey, you know, I'm liking that one. <laughs> String Cheese Incident. Cool, cool. And I like Goose. Who? Go- goose. Oh, Goose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody likes them now. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. So uh, what? So what's the name of your band? Um, we're the we're Tapioca Pudding Project. Tapioca Pudding Project. That's a, Charlie, that's a absolutely perfect jam band name. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't, I didn't come up with a name, but... Yeah, people call you, like, TPP, you know? Yeah, some do. We don't really have too many fans yet, but... And would you say, like, you're getting a good response when you're when you're out there playing? Oh, yeah, see, people seem to be mostly pretty good. Well, that's cool, man. I, uh, you know, I, I was hoping, you know, when I started this podcast, Charlie, that, you know, could be a way to talk about not only, like, the big bands, you know, but also, like, the up-and-coming acts and to give them a platform to come on and, you know, share what it's like to be an up-and-coming act in the jam band genre. I mean, that's, you know, that's fascinating stuff. I mean, how do you navigate this new world? I mean, some bands have really made a name for themselves these last few years. And, you know, who's to say it's not going to be the Tapioca Pudding Project, right? Yeah, I sure hope so. So I want, you know, it's nice that I can speak with some people that are in, you know, of course, the top tier jam bands and the second tier and the third tier. But what about the 14th tier? You know, guys like you, Charlie. Yeah. And just, you know, giving, giving them a voice, giving them a chance. You know, because who knows? There might be people listening to this who might love your music, right? Well, that's, that's why I'm here. You came all the way out here from Portsmouth, New Hampshire to Los Angeles to do this pod. Well, yeah, and to visit my aunt. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And to visit your aunt, of course. Mostly my aunt. I just happen to be in town. But, you know, either way, um, 
it's nice for me to give this opportunity for for you you know people to hear you out and, and hey listen if you're out there and you're in the in in the new hampshire area or even boston right right are you saying what no massachusetts yeah massachusetts yeah massachusetts or you know maine they're coming to maine vermont they're going to be in a freaking farm you got you like farms out there people hey this could be your new band it's the tapioca pudding project right yeah that's right come check us out we're going to be doing a residency in portsmouth this summer every other sunday at chuck's steakhouse well there you heard it here residency at chuck's steakhouse every other sunday every other sunday hey you got to start somewhere you know well that's great man so did you bring us anything that we can hear something that we can listen to and check out your new band yeah we we, we just um did some stuff in the studio so i have our our uh, our first single actually so i brought that so we could listen to that whoa all right cool 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 yeah charlie so we're gonna play right now otherwise unknown track from a very unknown band and you know again charlie happy to do this for you you know i'm a man of the people so so let's play the new song what's the what's the name of the song oh it's called hat it's called hat yeah let's hear the new single from tapioca pudding project out of portsmouth new hampshire with their song hat all right hit play I just I just had to stop that. That was so fucking generic and awful. Oh yeah, Charlie, that sounded like every jam band. Like there's there was there was nothing good or original about that. There is no positive feedback I can give you on that track. I mean that is absolutely just the most generic jam band shit I've ever heard in my life. Well, you didn't even listen, there's there's still another eight more minutes. Oh, I definitely am not going to listen to eight more minutes of that 
cookie cutter jam band shit, dude. That was fucking awful, man. You guys definitely need to quit. Aw, oh, dang. How am I gonna tell my roommates? Your roommates? I mean, my bandmates, they're... They're also my roommates. Listen, man, you know what? I take it back. You know, everybody kind of sucks when they start, right? So this is just a place to start, which is, which is, which is terrible. And, you know, but hey, things, things get better, man. Think people get better at stuff. You know, I've been terrible at things and I've over time just stuck with it. And I, I do get better. And while you are starting so, so, so terribly, that even getting better is still going to be bad. I do want to say this, man. How about this? Charlie, fuck it. Go back, continue with the tapioca pudding project, keep hitting those gigs, keep rehearsing. And you know what? Maybe down the road, you can come back, Charlie, with, with like a newer clip, you know, something to show that you guys have gotten better. Is, is that something maybe we can just like leave on the table? And if you guys are still a band and maybe you can hit me up in, you know, a few months or a few years and, and, and we'll, we'll bring you back on and we'll give you another shot. Does that work for you, Charlie? Yeah, I'll work harder above the Dave. I'll work harder. Good. You, you got to, man, because this, this sounds like everybody. You got, you got to get your own voice, man. I got to get my own voice. All right, well then, let's let's just, we'll just table that, and you come back with some new music. How about that? All right, Charlie? Yeah. Hey, guys, if you live in the Portsmouth, New Hampshire area, check out my boys, TPP, okay? They're doing some pretty mediocre stuff. But, hey, get on board now early. Let's see where these guys can go, right? Yeah. All right, give it up for Charlie, everybody. All right, and I cannot wait to bring on our final guest of the podcast. This man is one of my rock guitar heroes. Just really excited to have this guy on. He just seems so interesting to me, and it's about time we finally had him on this podcast. He's popped in here once or twice, but we haven't really gotten a hold of him to talk to him extensively, so let's bring him out here right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mike Gordon. What's going on, everybody? Hey, Mike. Hey, hey, what's going on? Mike looking dapper, my friend. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I just gotta put these weights down. You brought weights. Yeah, I'm supposed to be in the gym right now, but, uh... This podcast recording conflicts with my gym regimen, so you don't mind if I do a couple reps while we're talking, do you? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, weirder things have been done on this podcast. All right. Okay. Ask any questions you want. One. Do you... Okay. I wasn't planning on asking this question. So... Do you, are you so busy that you, you you couldn't find time to go to the gym? No, it's just that I'm I'm always at the gym. Always at the gym. Ah, working out. I didn't know that about you. You're you're a gym rat. I am above the Dave. Ah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, I'm always training. Got a personal trainer and everything. Ah. That's cool, man. I mean, shit. You know that that's that sounds very healthy, actually. I know you're on a podcast, so you, you probably dressed up for the podcast. You you don't normally probably wear a full green suit to the to the gym <laughs> nope this is my gym outfit for today i never wear the same gym outfit twice 
you never wear the same gym outfit twice? Because you don't really wear the same stage outfit twice these days. Every time I see you now on stage or see pictures of you from a show, it's like you always have some just fully perfected head-to-toe outfit with everything from eyeshadow and, and fingernails all matching the shoes to the socks. Well, yeah, you know, I'm just really into fashion right now. Just, I take it really seriously. That seems like that wasn't always the case. You just, like, over time now, like, have just gotten kind of slicker and cooler. And did something happen with you? Like, when when did you just kind of decide that you were just going to just have all these different crazy, super colorful outfits? And, man, it's it's really nice to see. Well, that's a great question. Um, It's kind of a couple things. One, um, I have millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, you do. Like, it's so stupid how much money I have. And, uh... Yeah. And the other thing was, you know, uh, uh, 6,000. You should 6,000? Yeah, well, that's total for the day. And, uh, you know, I go home after tour. My family's there, my daughter and everything. After a while, it's kind of like, I have all this money and, you know, I didn't know what to do. I kind of felt like I dressed like a slob. And, and that's, um, you know, that's when I hired a, uh, a personal stylist. Oh, you have a, that. That would make sense. You have a stylist. Yeah, I don't pick any of the old, my own outfits. I just I just wear what my stylist tells me. Oh, that's cool that you have a stylist puts it together. Yeah, actually, it was um, it's kind of funny. I was I was off the tour one time, uh, uh, probably about ten years ago, and uh, that's when I first watched um a show called Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Are you, are you familiar with that show? I am. Yeah, that's that's a fun show. That's uh. I like those guys. Yeah, that's when I first kind of heard of it. And I was just kind of like, man, you know, I kind of dress like a slob too. So I was like, hey, uh, I reached out. And uh, now Jonathan Van Ness said uh, he'd be my personal stylist. You know, I pay him a lot of money. Oh, man, you got, got JVN dressing you? Yes, I do. And styling my hair. And he does my makeup too. That's awesome. Yeah, I always thought he was the hair guy. I know he's not the clothing guy. Well, yeah, you know, but I know, but he knows how to dress and everything really good too. So I just said, hey, so I pay him stupid amounts of money to buy me clothes constantly and to dress me all the time. Is So, so today's outfit, that's all Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye? That's correct. Yep. So just to get this right, Jonathan Van Ness dressed you so that means you told him about this podcast right yeah 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 oh that's so cool he knows my he knows about my podcast that's awesome yeah well i mean i told him i'm doing a podcast but i said that i'm actually going to be uh working out so he actually dressed me for the gym oh yeah you were saying this is your your gym outfit again that seems weird to to go to the gym with a with a very large scarf well you know about the day there's actually a few ways to flex <laughs> one is like this and another's just flexing on the gram and that's what i like to do i like to take pictures of me working out me and my muscles and uh cool new haircuts and my nails and my shoes and you know pictures of my scarves i have so many scarves now yeah you love scarves huh love scarves love them i just have a look you know and it's uh it's cool dad cool dad's my look cool dad yeah you yeah i could see that yeah you're like a you're, you're a cool dad yeah i mean my daughter doesn't think so but you know that's my look and i'm just telling her just that's what it is and that's what i tell her i mean i i, I pay her so much money every week to change the color of my nails i need the color of my nails to always match my scarves and to always match my shoes so you know when we're doing three four shows a week i pay my daughter just oodles of cash to to just 
paint my nails a different every single time to match my outfit. The outfit that Jonathan Van Ness picks out for you. That's right. <sighs> That's right. If you never wear the same clothes twice when you go to the gym or you are performing on stage. Oh, I only wear clothes once. I never wear any of my clothes twice. You never repeat any of your outfits? That seems wasteful, Mike. Oh, yeah, no, I got so much money. Oh, you know, I got so much money. Oh, good, Mike. And, uh, you know, I just pay these people to, to dress me, and I do my show, you know, go through my day. Every single week, I take all of my clothes, and I donate them. Oh, that's so cool. You donate all of your clothes? I sure do. I put them all up on a website. It's called cooldadsclothes.com. I started it myself. I put all the clothes I wear up there, and then I just put them out there and say, hey, I'm donating them for other cool dads to wear so they feel cool too. Oh man, and how's that going? It's going really well. Yeah, you got a lot of guys, uh, like older guys and stuff, buying your clothes and and trying to feel youthful again? Not really. No, mostly middle-aged lesbians. But, you know, we are getting rid of a lot of those clothes, so it's better than them sitting in my four-car garage, Dave. Hey, man, as long as you're getting them to somebody and somebody's enjoying those clothes. You said it! Oh, my God. Mike, get your scarf all tangled up with the barbell. Hold on. I got you. I got you. I can't breathe. Uh, okay. I got you. I got it. And I got you. You're good. Come come, just take a seat. Sit down next to here. Next, come sit next to me. And let's just put the weights down for a second. How about that? Okay. Okay. Yeah, it still sounds good. All right. Whew, that was a little scary there. Yeah, I'll take a... Quick little three-minute break. Yeah, yeah, just relax here and just, you know, kick up your... Oh, shit. Oh, my coffee. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, God, it's all over my suit. Oh, my God, no, dude, it's 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 okay. It's not hot. It's, it's an iced coffee. It's iced. It's iced. Oh, it's iced. Okay. Oh, my God, it's all over my suit, though. Oh, it doesn't work with these colors at all above the day. Oh, my God, my work, it's ruined. Oh, God. Oh, no, I'm so sorry, Mike. I know how much the clothes mean to you. Oh, God, I can't, I can't go out like this. I can't go in like this. I, what am I going to do? Oh, God. Oh, God, Michael. What have we done? Mike, I'm so sorry, man. I did not mean to spill that coffee on your fucking in- incredibly curated outfit. Oh, my God, I feel so bad. Oh, God, I'm such an idiot. Oh, God. Oh, man, who do I... Okay, all right. Can you excuse me about the day? I'm just gonna make a quick phone call. Yeah, yeah, no, do your thing. Okay, all right. Jonathan, Hello. it's Mike. Yeah, I got coffee all over my suit. Yeah. It's mostly electric green. Um, yes, and, Queen. and like a charcoal. Hey, Michael, you are okay. fierce right now. What, I can't go out like I'm this. I'm gonna pull up the car. We'll be there in 10. Don't worry, we're gonna okay. make this work. All right. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, John. You must look at dorms. No, I don't. Oh my god. It's awful. There's coffee everywhere. Yes, Clay. Above the Dave, I am so sorry, but I gotta cut this short. JVN's meeting me in the parking lot, and we're gonna quickly go get me a backup outfit. I do understand. I am so sorry, man. That was not my plan at all. 
But I mean, do you, do you want to like go change and then come back and we'll finish the interview? And you mean show up to the same place with a brand new look? Yeah. I mean, you know, what's, what's the big deal? Oh, you know, I can't do that. <laughs> we'll have to rebook. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have you back. All right. I just need one more rep. And two, three, and four. Oh, it's 5.55. Just had to get a couple more reps in before I get out of here. All right, Mike. Well, um, so sorry again, man. And um, please come back and we'll do this again. I, I really, again, really loving the outfit, loving the style, man. Thank you so much, guys. Good to, good to talk with everybody. Let's take these weights here. All right. Catch you guys later. I'm going to go shopping. All right, Mike. Catch you later. I'm going shopping. All right, Mike Gordon, everybody. Give it up for that guy. Damn. Oh, man. I really wanted to ask him some more stuff. We'll just have to wait on that. Well, that is going to do it for today. I want to thank my guests. First and foremost, Spun Rob for coming in. Also, Charlie, the aspiring jam band musician. Thanks for popping in as well. And good luck. And big thank you to Mike Gordon. And sorry, again, for what I did to your wonderful suit. And hope to have you back. Next week on the podcast, I'm going to make a proposition. An indecent proposal between your favorite jam band and a possible threesome. I'll get into it next week. Let's see how much you really love your band. Also, JB from Widespread Panic is dropping into the studio. Also, we sit down with Goose. And finally, our man Bob Dylan, he's coming back and he's got more Biscuit songs to play. All that and more next week on The Lot Scene.